Are you ready to make 2017 the year you transform your life? You can wait for something to happen, or you're actually going to decide to go, go home after this weekend to do something about that. We all know that we have a very, very limited amount of time on this earth. So let's not have repeated years. Live your own life. Make the choice, make the decision for your own life. Fear is where you develop courage. There's a moment going, holy crap, all right, I'm gonna do this now. The wellness breakthrough is coming. And so you actually have that choice every single morning, every single day, every single moment to decide whether you're gonna live it to the fullest or not. Join myself, Marcus Pierce, and the wellness guys, Damien Christoph, Lawrence Tam, and Brett Hill for two nights and three days of transformation at the country place. 10 acres of breathtaking rainforest in the Dandenong Ranges of Victoria, February 17th to 19th. It's each and every single one of you are gonna support each other in your journey, whatever that journey is. Couples discounts available, limited spots remaining for all information and to watch the spine chilling video, go to thewellnessbreakthrough.com. Thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is Inside the Champion's Mind with your hosts, Lawrence and Karen Tam. Welcome to Inside the Champion's Mind, a show dedicated to helping you overcome mediocrity in the pursuit of being world-class in everything that you do, life, love, legacy. We are your hosts, Lawrence and Karen Tam. Well, um, I've been struggling. <laughs> I'll just I'll fully admit, I've been struggling for the last two days, and uh, this is the best I've been in the last, I guess, 48 hours. Um, I have not been well. I just came crashing down after that Super Bowl um, a couple of days. I don't know <laughs> what happened. Did you bring but you down? No, it wasn't the Super Bowl. Yeah. I, no, that was the greatest Super Bowl ever, uh, the greatest comeback of, of all time, and the greatest Super Bowl I have ever watched. But I don't know. I just, it just, the timing just, I just, my body just kind of gave out and, uh, I've been pretty much in bed in the last, uh, Maybe, well, you've hours. been traveling a lot. You were in Japan, you were in Ireland. Like this kind of happened just a few days after coming back from Ireland. Oh, it's been a week since I've been back. So yeah. I, I can't be blaming the, the, the traveling. I don't know. Something's happened and I got an adjustment and I think my body just said, you need to deal with this. So I, my body's dealing with it. Um, but the show must go on. We have to uh, produce a show. So that's why I'm here. So, um, don't mind my uh, um, not perfect self. <laughs> you seem pretty upbeat. I was just thinking, I'm going to have to carry this show. It's going to be all on my shoulders. It is all on you. you. I'm going to fade out in five minutes, <laughs> counting down. <laughs> this now. is as good as it gets for you. <laughs> oh, no, that's not good. Well, that's the thing. Like, uh, I think that's one of the things we're trying to think of the topic because I got a meeting to jump onto. But more importantly, is that we talked about perfection. I think this is that impression of perfection. And then um, I think it's so important to kind of show the. Um, the aspect of, of, of life is not always perfect. And I think oftentimes people have this perception of me of being Mr. Perfect, um, being from the wellness guys, it's sort of like a tag name for me. And this have people have perception of like, you know, everything always goes right. Or I'm always has to have everything so precise, but you know me better than anybody else in the world (laughs) that my 
I'm not perfect at all. If no, you can if only see, see beyond this video this room, it's like a mess. I was saying to mom, you know, like maybe I'll decorate his office when he's away one day and surprise him. And she's like, what's the point? He won't see the floor through all the paper. <laughs> he doesn't need it's, an extra it's rug. True. It's true. He won't see it. The only floor that the only spot that's clean is the spot we're standing <laughs> on we're right standing. now. Because oh. I, I like to work in the messy environment, and and that's the state of uh, how my brain works. Yeah. Well, we're talking about perfection. I just realized as I'm watching this video, I'm wearing the same dress that I think I've worn several times. What is the chance of that? That the day we choose to do a recording, I'm wearing the same outfit. You look hot. <laughs> it's a great dress. Yeah, yeah. I've just been—I've been at the school. We've been doing a welcome tea. I've been rained on. I've just come from the petrol station. The beds are unmade, and and here we are trying to, trying to pull it together. And that's why I think perfection was a good one to talk about. And also, mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day. Up. Yep. And I don't aim to for perfection on Valentine's Day. <laughs> we gave up Valentine's Day long time ago. I don't like Valentine's Day. <clears throat> why is I that? Don't I don't, I don't know what it is about Valentine's Day, but I just don't buy into doing all the chocolate hearts and the room. I don't, you know what? I don't know what it is. I'm not sure why I don't like it. For the kids, I like just doing a little something for them, maybe a special breakfast. But I guess I spend so much time with all of you all year round. Do we need another day? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It's just not, I love Christmas. Christmas is awesome. Love Easter, but no, Valentine's day doesn't really rock my boat. I don't. It's, it's a, it's a godsend really for my sake. So I don't have to really think about anything every single year um, in February. But so. I think it must be hard because there's going to be certain people and you'll know who they are, who are going to be putting up their Facebook posts of um, their glamorous hubby or their partners or all the romantic things that they are doing which is I'm happy for them. I really am. It's, it's great. But sometimes the other side of you is like, oh, like seriously, do I need to see another picture of this? Yay. Oh, it's a bit, it's a bit tough. And if you're not in a relationship mm. or you're looking for a relationship, I think it can be so hard because it seems like everybody has it all together that they've got the perfect man, the perfect girl, the perfect relationship, the perfect life. And you said a really good quote the other day, mm. and now you're probably not going to remember it because you're not feeling well. Can you even get the essence of what it I'm was? I'm trying to clear my brain, my brain <laughs> fog that I have at the moment. I believe it was, and I can't remember. I wish I could quote the person who actually said it. Um, but the, the, the essence the of it essence. was, is, was that the, um, most of the time we are comparing our blooper reel inside our head, our mm-hmm. blue reel to someone else's highlight reel, um, especially on Facebook. And we, I know we discussed We've this discussed before this, in the yes. Mind, but it's a, con- it's a con- it's a really important reminder that yes. our blooper reel that we play inside our head, because we often think about all the things that are going wrong. So I'll give you a perfect example. I was in Dublin and I was, um, I ran a, a small little, <clears throat> what I call a practice accelerator, which was Helping, you know, uh, tw- uh, 10 chiropractors uh, in, in, in their respective space, great chiropractors, fantastic. Um, and really kind of the first thing I start off with, which I do for most of my workshop, is to kind of look back on the year and remember their wins. Mm-hmm. Remember their, you know, what they were success, you know, what they were actually successful uh, at. And one of the things that came up for a lot of them was that no one ever asked that question. Everybody Ask always question how, you know, what were your wins? Because oh, okay. the, most of the time when you look back on your year, focus on what went you wrong. focus on what went wrong, right? Yes. And no one looks back, looks back at like, what did they actually accomplish? What were all the things that they actually did want? And when you actually go back and look at all the things that you've done mm-hmm. well, you start to realize like, Hey, that was a pretty good year or that was a pretty good quarter or whatever that might be. Yeah. Cause oftentimes we look at all the things that are bad and now, going back to this concept about blooper reels that we have this 
real that's inside our head that, that basically shows all the bad sides of us, you know, all the things that are going wrong or not going right for you at the moment versus all the things that are actually going right in our lives. Yeah. And so I think that oftentimes when you're seeing everybody else's highlight reel, especially on Facebook or Instagram With or everything filters. else. And, <laughs> and the filters. And hey, I'm one of those producers of those, you know, those, <laughs> those movies in a sense. Yeah. But I think we also got to put into perspective that those highlight reels are a snapshot of someone else's life. And we talked about this, how it's important to look at those filters as, um, and not, you know, the filters that you have to have a filter on that there are highlighting the best parts of their life or that they're trying to celebrate. There's nothing wrong with that. I have, I don't have any problems with people showing their highlight reel, but it's more about an internal focus when we're observing ourselves doing or watching other people's lives, we're constantly comparing ourselves to their life. But it's, what's more important is not about highlighting their life, but it's actually what goes on in our own lives and our own little mind are real for ourselves is typically a very poor section of our lives. I know I'm, I'm guilty of this. And when I went to Ireland, one of the, uh, I went to a four day event with Phil McKernan, mm-hmm. who uh, I'm part of one of the groups I'm with. And one of the, the constant thing that keeps on coming up for me mm-hmm. is that I have a very terrible perception of myself compared to what others think of me. Like, so my version of like the version of what I see myself as compared to what others see of me is completely different. And it's a weird feeling Mm -hmm. to have people sort of share their thoughts about me and seeing their perspective of me, um, where I don't see that perspective of myself. And that's constantly comes up with me over the last say eight months now Mm -hmm. and really puts into highlight of how bad that loop is for myself. And even though I do something called the inside chance mind for the last four or five years, I still run into the trouble of, um, I don't think it's a terrible mindset, but it's just a, a weird perception. I think that most humans have of themselves. But I didn't say, I, I think most people probably wouldn't think that they were good enough or new enough. Like you talk about, um, I had a friend who went to, um, become a professor and she was, uh, this is a while ago, but when she first went, she was really nervous because she was like, what do I know? I don't know enough. I can't possibly enough. I, I know like before we had children, I was like, we can't have children yet. I, I haven't figured the world out. I don't know everything to tell them stuff like, uh, you know, and, but then when you find yourself in those roles and in those jobs and being a mom or whatever it is, you know, a lot more than you think, you know, mm. but for some reason that, that voice inside our head is that that negative doubt? And I don't know why. I, I think it's pretty, like a lot of people would have that. And I don't know why, why we would have that negative, that negative reel going on. Well, I th- and I don't know if it stems from um, possibly, you know, the, the types of environments that we grew up in, maybe um, mm. could be our parents or could be our, um, our friends or uh, also society, like, you know, teachers mm-hmm. in society where they've taught us not to boast or not to, um, to, 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 to kind of celebrate all your wins, you know, you got to back it down a little bit. You don't want to be um, constantly saying that bragging. I'm the best or bragging. Yes. And I, there's, that's, there's definitely truth to that. But however, yes. when we do it often enough, oftentimes we forget to let our inner self know how great we actually are. And that's the inner voice that and battle that I actually mm-hmm. constantly go through. And I'm, I'm highlighting this is because I'm going through it and I'm sure everybody else is going through it as well. And it's oftentimes hard to live a life of, um, uh, you know, whatever decision you're making, seeing, seeing other people, you know, seem like they're fearless 
in, yes. in terms of what they're trying to accomplish, you know, whether it be a parent or like they seem to have like they got it all together. And I think it's really important that, you know, and this doesn't do any favors when you watch television and also reality television, mm. they, they only show you what they want you to see. And so oftentimes you're, you're saying like, oh, my life should be like that. And oftentimes you, you start to constantly doubt yourself because more well, my life is not like that. So therefore yeah. it must be, you know, must not be uh, that great. So therefore I need to achieve. So it, it is a constant reminder for ourselves to watch that filter within ourselves, watch that, mm. um, uh, I guess, the, the, the way you talk to yourself, the self-talk and how it stops you making, um, you know, sometimes it also leads to indecision in anything with anything with anything that you do and that could really cause a massive problem in terms of you know moving forward in life because really life is about making decisions life is about constantly making decisions moving forward whether it's good or bad it's it's just moving forward but when you make an mm. indecision which is making no decision at all yeah. you stand still and that can create a huge problem i think we're losing the opportunity as well to um really connect with people because usually how we're communicating now is through Facebook, quick texts to people, quick conversations. And I think we're really losing that aspect because when you sit down and have a cup of coffee with someone or get past that superficial stuff about the weather and everything else, that's when you really get to know the person. And that's when you start seeing what struggles they have and you start seeing them as a human being, not as somebody who's perfect. Yeah. And, I, and I think that is really missing a lot in society. Like for myself, um, being a mom at school, that's one of the reasons I like to create opportunities for parents to have time to connect and to sit together, because I think it's really difficult when you're at school or at work. I think it's born into us to compare ourselves to other people. Like, how's your kid doing? Is he better? Is he worse? Is he in the middle of the class? How do you compare to the other parents? And when you don't know anything about other people other than what you see or what you observe, that can be quite negative and can be really um, disabilitating, disabilitating to yourself mm. in that way. Um, and I think if you could find a way to carve out, or maybe if you've already got those relationships, that's good. But if you don't, if you have a way to carve out a time or a space to do that, that's really going to help you moving forward as well. Does mm. that make sense? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that oftentimes is that we have lost the art of actually listening to our own uh, own voice. And I think, <clears throat> one, sorry, excuse me, but listening to our own voice or other people or other people's and our own was, voice as yeah. well. Because I think what happens is that we we lose touch on on who we truly are, and we've been listening to other people's voice and who we should be. So we start mm -hmm. losing who we are, and then so um, I think you know you talk about connection. I think that's so important, but I think it also starts in the important part is also having a connection with ourselves, right? Right. Like, because if you have a connection with yourself then you truly know who you, who you are, and then people get to see the true you rather than yes. uh, made up you. Does that, that makes sense? And perhaps you're not thrown off as much by seeing other people's highlight reels if you're grounded in who you are. So what are your strategies for people to use in business or, or home to get to know themselves better? Would it be the, in the complete journaling, having that quiet space? Yeah. You know, like I, I think I'm still learning this. I'm still like, well, cause that's what I mean, cause you've, been, you've been doing a lot of programs where they've been going out and doing reflective things and not everybody can take five or six days off work to go to Ireland, to go hiking in a mountain for a while to get in touch with themselves. So mm. is there things that you can think of that would be in a time poor society 
yeah. that people could quickly use? Or I know there's no quick fix. Everybody wants a quick fix. Yeah, there, but are there some quick ones? Yeah, <laughs> there's no that we can there's do? no quick fix. Um, I, I think one of the the, the, the aspect of this, you know, Phil McKern actually um, mentioned this. I haven't told you this yet oh. um, because I was finding the right time to actually mention it. But this is a little scary. So with now we put it on, on yeah, with all your friends. No, I think one of the things he actually suggested to our group, which was really fascinating, and I'm not. Is this oh, should, it? Should, is this the thing? This is the thing. So this, this is the thing, thing. Is, is that he suggests Brace that um, you should take a two-day... Me? Well, any of us, oh. all of us, to take a two-day um, break. Oh, not break, sorry, two-day away from everything else. Like away oh, from could family. I, could, I can imagine you being at home for two days with the kids and I just am on. Oh, where I'm where I'm could I go, to. Bali? So, well, the thing is, is think about a place two where days. you can just be away from two days, but there's the, here's some of the rules. The rules is okay. that there's no connection to any Wi-Fi. There's no connection to any technology. Mm-hmm. Um, don't bring a book. Um, you know, things are, things are, they're good because all those things, right. And so th- okay, they distract you distractions. Exactly. So let's think about all those things. And the, the essence of this will come through because basically what mm-hmm. you do is you want to do things that don't bring your dogs or anything else is that you want to be able to spend time with yourself. You know, when's the last time? I mean, think about this, right? This is uncomfortable. Le- this exactly. Is it's very, very, very uncomfortable. uncomfortable. When's the last time any of us actually spend two days by ourselves with no one to talk to, nothing to distract us because technology is a distraction. Books are a distraction. Um, you know, audiobooks are distractions. Um, you know, even having family is some sort of distraction away from your own internal dialogue. Yes. So, you know, um, is two days a, a long time? Absolutely. 48 hours, a long, long time yes. um, to not have any connection with any human or some, for some people, like they have no problems with it. Right. Yes. But I'm just talking about for those of us who are constantly busy thinking about our daily lives, how many times do you touch your phone every single day? How many times do you actually just go uh, and read a book instead of just being quiet with yourself? How many times do you actually just put on Netflix um, just so that... Why, you, why are you looking at me? No, no, I'm not looking the, at you. Okay. I'm just looking at... <laughs> looking you know. at me for all these things. No, no, I'm, I'm okay. guilty of this as well. Like, no, I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know, like how many times do we actually just spend some time... Um, not just writing something, you know, for example, like, you know, being on a plane, you know, there's movies, distractions right there for me, instead of just like writing on my journal or just having those thoughts and actually having those conversations with a head. There's yes. so, we're so easily distracted. And I'm very guilty of this, by the way, is that we get distracted by all the technology that's around us and to constantly distract us. You look at um, any of us who's uh, drive by, uh, say a bus station um, or, you know, any waiting period of time, where's everybody's looking at? Well, they're looking at their screen because built in on this, you know, little device has everything that you need. It's got camera. It's got, you know, all the news that you in the world, you can search for anything all in a smaller device and you can, you can't escape your emails. You can't escape yeah. your Facebook posts and notification. And they're all distractions to the thoughts that go on. in our. But heads. I'm just thinking like two days, <laughs> two days, Lawrence, I don't even like 10 minutes to sit down. And if I did, right. Well, that's, I just, the, I just, but that's the point, right? But I'm the, tired. I just want to watch TV or read a book. The, or, the point is, the point is all of that is distracting to okay. the true self. So what would 10 minutes do? Well, if, I think it's, if it's 10 minutes, a good start, right? Yeah, if it tends to stretch out to two hours. So I, anyways, hours. exactly. So think about this, right? So Karen's really struck, no, like she's I, physically actually no, really dealing with this. But when you really can consider that without any distraction, how long can you do this for? How long can you stretch yourself to be able to be uncomfortable? Absolutely. Why is two days is because it's freaking uncomfortable. I haven't, I haven't done it myself. I can't even imagine what that feels like. Um, yeah. and you know, I've been away, but not like without any, 
anybody around me for two days or no connection. It doesn't mean you can't interact with anybody. Like, it doesn't mean you can't interact with someone new or okay. anything else. Okay. I'm just talking about, like, someone, the familiarity, like, the, of just having something that's routine that just people you know or meeting up with friends or catching up with. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, like, you know, being in a, new, in a brand new place or just being away in a place where you can just go for a walk. You meet who you meet and you do things that you normally wouldn't do. Maybe strike up a conversation with a couple next to you while having dinner or, uh, you know, have dinner with someone else or, you know, go to an Airbnb and stay with someone, you know, whatever. Yeah, because I'm thinking that you need to talk to people or you need to listen to something because I don't know if I was just sitting there, if I would come up with things to think about. I think I'd start thinking about what I have to clean and what I have to buy for a dinner. And right. I think initially you start to do that because you bought, your body will not actually trained aren't, to been trained that. to look for the, the immediate responses yes. and immediate things. What should I do? What should I do? Yeah. But if you just, if you have that filter of like looking at yourself and asking those questions, you start to recognize like, why do you, why are you asking those questions right now? I go, mm-hmm. and then just really dive deep into like, wow, these, isn't this interesting? Our thoughts are, these are the thoughts I'm thinking about when I don't actually have to do these. Like, and all of a sudden, like you'll start to be, as long, the longer you stay in it, what mm-hmm. will end up happening is that you're, you will start to ask questions that are going to be different, you know? Why do I exist? What am I here for? What's my legacy? Do I actually impact the world? How do I want to be known for the rest? All these questions are mm. starting to come up. Those are really serious questions that no none of us really want to spend the time to answer. Well, some most of us don't anyways. I don't even know if there's answers to a lot well, of those questions. There is answers if you listen, right? And that's the key um, part about you know the connections that you're talking about with people is that we, instead of the superficial questions about, you know, how's your day, da-da-da, and those are important to kind of build rapport. But at, at the same time, like, you know, what makes people connected to to each other, um, my closest friends and the closest people I'm connected with is because I know their um, their both their struggles and their wins. I know what their their thoughts are and and how they're how they're dealing with it. And I'm trying to be as open as possible um, to people here on this podcast, mm-hmm. um, not to say to open my soul, but to kind of let you know that these are all the things that I think about. And, and, and these are the struggles that I go through. And I imagine if I'm going through them, then everybody else must be going through because I'm no different than anybody else. No, we've had some people connect with us as well saying that they felt they were the only ones going through that. And then they happened to listen to something we said on the podcast and they realized, I guess it helped them in a way realizing they're not the only one with those struggles. And I think that's important to realize is that not everybody's as transparent with showing you their struggles as well. I mean, we obviously wouldn't want to be surrounded with people complaining all the time about, woe is me, what's going on? But it is important to know. And I think that transparency helps. That's the difference, right? There's a difference between like, hey, here's what I'm struggling with mm-hmm. and feel sorry for me. Yes. Or here, here's what I'm struggling with and this is what I'm trying to do about it, right? And this is what Inside Champions Mind has yes. been a bit about. This whole podcast is built on like, how can we help you? Well, it really, at the end of the day, is how can you help? It's actually more how can I help Lawrence, right? Or how to help myself. And through the trials and tribulations of what I'm going through hope that translate to help you as well Like because I know different than anybody else if you look back at all the hundreds of episodes 114 episodes prior to this um, all those episodes have been really trying to figure out like my life through the navigation through what's going on with my mm. life at the, at the moment yeah. and really I think that all of us are dealing with these things and it's a freaking lonely place when it comes to dealing with the mind stuff like when it comes to knowing what you're dealing with what you're going through you're either um, people who are not listening to the show they're either blind or just floating around 
you know, just really just living in the, in a dream world in a sense, they don't want to deal with it and numb themselves. And that's okay. Like that that's mm-hmm. where they want to live. But for those of us who are actually tapped in to kind of want to go, you know, I don't want to, I want to know a little bit more of myself. They're more intro, introspective. That's great too. But you need to kind of have some tools to help you guide through. It. And hopefully this, this podcast has allowed you to do that, to be able to kind of at least navigate through the minefield. That's what we call your mind. Yes. Um, I'm no profession and I'm not a psychologist or anything else, but it helps. Um, these are some of the things I'm going through to help other people navigate through the minefield of their mind. And what do you think about relationships? Because we did mention Valentine's Day. Maybe we won't even have time to get into this, but not everybody's partner is into the same thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. Really well, the difficult. thing is, you know, you and I don't have the similar interests. We have similar interests, but we yes. also have um, many interests that are completely different. I think it's about really, really, it's about, ex- you know, not having that expectation that the person, the other person has to love what you love. Now, mm-hmm. do you expect me to, no, do, do you expect me to love what you No, I don't, but I have full respect to that. You love that thing and I will do everything possible to be intrigued or interested as much as I can. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right. And the same thing for you. Like you, you know that for example, like during I, Super Bowl, I just sit and yeah, sit it's once a year and she sat silently and she knew that that was an important thing. And she tried and tried not to distract me as much <laughs> as I can. Like it was, a, you know, a very boring game for about three quarters of the game. And it got really interesting. And you knew that when I was shutting down, she's like, he's not even answering me anymore i think you got that feeling of like i didn't know it was exciting i just something happened because yeah i just thought there was a switch and i'm like hello that's right i just i just kind of got focused but i enjoyed that 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 part because i i love the the competitive nature and and going back to relationships i think it's important that you know not your partner is not going to enjoy everything you do i think forcing your partner to enjoy what you love is also a bad thing as well Uh, i think that you know you just got to have to accept that they, they may love it or they may not. Um, but I guess I'm, I'm not, but I'm not going so much with it. liking the activities. I think it's very difficult when somebody is growing mindset wise or I guess health wise and the partner's not on the same path with them. I think then that can be really, really difficult. I think you have to live your own journey. I think it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's trying to, um, trying to convince, like, for example, like, you know, that I, I love CrossFit. For yes. example, and you don't. Um, not that you've done it. You not that you've seen it. You just you, you just know what it's don't. like. I have, yeah, an, yeah. I have an inner feeling. On yeah, you have guys. an inner feeling, but you haven't seen a single thing. But well, however, you've never experienced it. But you you don't want to be part of it, and that's no. fine. I have no problems with it. However, I wouldn't expect that you to fall in love with it. However, um, you. I mean, one of the things that I know that this is this makes me feel great in terms of how I feel and the way uh, it makes the lessons I've learned from it. And I respect that you respect what I love in a sense. Does that make sense? Tolerate or respect? Tolerate, maybe tolerate. Tolerate my, (laughs) I know know you like it. Yeah. And and, and I I don't know if that answers the questions, but it's about, you don't have to try to force someone to do it or do something about it. I think it's really important to be doing something that you love and align with and then allowing that other person to don't try to, like, I don't, I don't, don't put it as a wedge between you because yeah. it, it could become a wedge that you're saying could. like you're either with me or you're not with me. It's you're on board or you're not. And that's the same with food as well. Yeah. I've never imposed any of that stuff, no, right? We're, no. we're actually so different in terms of workouts, <laughs> food and everything else, but I've never imposed my no. love on, on you. What I do is because I say, these are what I love yes. and you, I, I love that you respect that space for myself yeah. and that allow that my values to come, come through. And you know, that is who I am and you respect that. And that's why we, we built a relationship based on respect, not that you have to love everything I love. I yeah. think that's what, yeah. per, you know, we talked about perfection is perfection in this yeah. beginning of this video. 
uh, of this of this podcast is that perfection is not about perfectly being matched. Perfection is about tolerance. I think you know, really, a, a perfect relationship is about tolerance and respect for each other, and being still loving each other despite all the differences. Yeah, I think that's what makes in- uh, relationships interesting. I think perfection with children as well is something to really watch out for. It's hard, right? It's it's so difficult. It Are you talking about raising kids? Yeah, raising kids. I'm just thinking high expectations are what we expect of them. Being their parents, we assume we know best and what they should do, but they are their own little spirits. They have their own personalities, what they want to do. And there's a fine line between guiding them and forcing, I don't want to say forcing, but guiding them and then having expectations of where they should be going. And that may not meet theirs. And I think that's hard to kind of know when to back off and when not to in helping them in their journey and not having them feel our expectations on them because then they don't feel perfect. I know Kaya herself, um, I'm a perfectionist. She's obviously got that from me. She's welcome. She's a perfectionist too. And it's really difficult seeing her go through the agony and the upset if something's not perfect. And I'm just talking like a little thing. Like Christian's it's like exactly the same way. Too. No big deal. Oh, great. Two of them. Yeah, two, of them. <laughs> two for the price of one. My perfection carries on. My legacy is Blame done. Blame other kids. Not My sure. legacy <laughs> is perfection. But it's hard watching them because I don't see it within myself. But I see them and I'm like, really? It, yeah. It's not such a big deal. Like it's, it's really easy. Just don't worry about it. Right. But I don't have that same, that same, um, expectation on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I don't let myself off the hook so easy. So it's, it's very difficult trying to teach them to be good, responsible people and trying not to put those expectations on them. Yeah. It's so hard. Like I'm, I'm very guilty of this as well, you know, as well. Like I, like I said, I, although, um, I don't see myself as being perfect, but obviously I, I ooze that out for the people to kind of judge me that way. And so therefore there must be some sort of modeling there from the kids on us to think that, you know, everything's got to be certain standards. Mm. And, you know, is that a bad thing? I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing, but it's also, you know, we're trying to figure out how to best do this for our kids and for them to not, you know, have that, um, and have that resiliency. And it's really tough. It's, it, they they have a tough, uh, I mean, that's one of the biggest struggles I have with, with the kids. And, and I'll be frank with, with everybody here is that I have trouble um, seeing that the kids don't have resiliency in the sense of dealing with the smallest little upsets. Um, you know, I've, you know, as adults, we know how to cope and deal with that as kids. Um, I don't think that they've had enough, um, downfalls or not they haven't been built built that resiliency and we all i'm trying to build it but it's also like where's the fine line of building resiliency and toughening them up a little bit but mm. also at the same time of like not pushing them down too far where they actually can't come back out of it you know yeah and that's a really fine line of trying to figure that out and I, like honestly we're still figuring out day by I day think they're worried about getting into trouble yeah. And I think that links with perfection as well. Do you know, at, at school, they don't want to get into trouble for doing something wrong. They don't want to stand out and be different from the other kids, yeah. you know, and that ca- that carries on into adulthood, like whether or not you want to say it blatantly, but it is, we don't want to stand out from other people, although we want to be unique people. We also want to fit in. So it's so, that dichotomy. So just so that you know, like our kids, most parents, most teachers will come to say to the parents, like, you know, they're, you know, they're, you know, they're misbehaving. So our kids is more like they need to misbehave more. <laughs> <laughs> so which is a weird thing. And um, it's like they don't take any chances. And that's scary for me. That's actually more it's even more scary. It's not that they don't misbehave, but it, it, it is sometimes they're scared to take a chance in case they don't get it right. That's right. And it's, it's a very, very hard um mm-hmm. For me to watch. Um, yeah. For, but and, then and you've got like the help if you've got the correct schools and the right teachers helping as well, that they're on top of that going, what, what could you lose? 
go for it. Let's see what happens. And that's important too, to have that correct environment that they're in to help Mm -hmm. nurture that out of them. Absolutely. And, uh, I don't don't know where we, like how we start off to get to here, but it just comes down to perfection. And I think the key lessons here, number one is you should need to look at, um, number one is, is, is to, you know, looking at perfection is, is that looking, making sure that your filters in the right, correct order. Like we talked about, you know, having the right filters, looking at your blooper reel. Do you actually have a blooper reel or are you just ignoring the highlight reels of yourself? Yes. And then making sure that when you look at someone else's highlight reel, that you're not looking at through the lens of, you know, what you're missing, because there's so many people in the, in the world that you're going to connect it to most likely. And you oftentimes constantly, um, up, you know, comparing yourself and mm-hmm. just, re- just recognize that you need to remember not to compare because everybody's in a, in a very distant circumstances and their life is not better than yours. It is just their life and they're living their life to, to the best of their potential and to their best of alignment to themselves. I think that we, we talked a little bit about relationship and the importance of actually diving deep into people's conversations and diving deep and actually getting connected to the deeper levels of people's con- um, uh, psyches rather than just the super superficial stuff. Mm-hmm. Superficial never really builds any long-term relationship, but the deep relationship is what's bond. My closest friends are not necessarily um, close by in proximity. My closest friends are actually scattered all around the world. And I'm proud of that because of the connections I made, not necessarily because I see them often, but mostly because the connections I do make when I do see them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important. Um, and, and bringing that into your relationship as well, that it doesn't have to be perfect matchy matchy, that no. there's that ability to still have your sense of self still sense of identity and be still be part of a group part of a group there's only two of us there's no group here but but (laughs) no but i think it's what's important about any relationship like we're talking about relationship like you know husband and wife relationship i'm talking about just relationship with anybody is that they need to see the true you and you have to be vulnerable enough to be able to show the true you otherwise people will never really see the true side of you you know if you don't share your darkest secrets and you don't share your your what you struggle with how are they how do you allow them to open up to you your darkest and deepest problems as well so i think all of those factors mm-hmm. come into play. I think it's really important for us to kind of review that and look through those filters and lenses t- to see, um, you know, to, to move on with life. So anyways, you did well, you lasted the 30 I lasted. minutes. I thought you it was haven't died to too much, minutes. but you're good. You're good. You can go collapse now. We're done. Um, all right. So guys, um, first of all, happy Valentine's day for those, uh, you who Valentine's celebrate, day. uh, Valentine's day and, uh, post up your pictures and, uh, just don't take care in the net. <laughs> she won't want to watch it. But, uh, anyways, make sure you go to facebook.com, uh, slash inside the champions. Want to like us and comment them there. Um, make sure you go to the wellness couch and subscribe to our particular podcast and subscribe to us on iTunes, getting this on, uh, you know, subscribing to us and commenting on iTunes and giving us a rating, a really tremendous helps us get the message across from the inside champions mind but more importantly um really love the aspect of people sending us messages and uh we you know we get some notes here once in a while so really appreciate that because it keeps us going it keeps us uh, focused on you know that this is actually making a difference in someone else's life so really appreciate that uh from the bottom of our hearts for, for both of us okay uh this has been inside champions mind help a show have that de- show dedicated to help you overcome mediocrity in the pursuit of being world class in life love and legacy i'm lawrence and i'm karen see you on the next episode take care this has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com check us out on facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash the wellness couch Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.